You know, that's kind of like the Hulk when he gets like agitated or something. Oh. He turns into, he can't control it. Are you talking about me? <laughs> home sweet home. Okay, I think that's enough for my singing this week. Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. Really? Did I just eat two cartons of briars in one sitting? <laughs> I didn't know I could turn into eating monster like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the new me. You did, like we said earlier, you were the worst version of yourself <laughs> when you're during COVID. Your pockets <laughs> bad. You suck. Please don't do that. Hello and welcome. This is What Should I Watch? I'm your host, T, and here is my bi-weekly. For this week, two weeks in a row, my co-host, Grant. Hello. Yes, that's me. I'm the bi-weekly, which I'm doing weekly this week. <laughs> I'm the non-bi-weekly bi-weekly. You are a blockbuster host. You're turning into a blockbuster host. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. We uh, we were talking about uh, that show last week, and we kind of left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger. What's that show? You said that show. Yeah, that show that we were talking about last week. Is it like something you're not supposed to say? Well, that show is the same show that we're going to talk about this week. You know, this can really turn into like, this and that and that That's thing right. that we were talking about this that week. we couldn't <laughs> say. It's this show this week. Last week it was that show. It's Sweet Home. Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home. Sweet Home. What do you think about that title, Sweet Home? It's not Home Sweet Home, it's Sweet Home. What do you think about Sweet Home? I had to run home? away. <laughs> like what does that mean? What do you think about when you hear the two words together? I had to run away high. Da, 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 da. I think I'm gonna sing every episode. Last week I was singing Boogie Wonderland. That's right, but Remember? the boogeyman, yeah. Boogeyman. Earth, wind, and fire. I had to run away high. Okay, I think that's enough for my singing this week. So home, sweet home, sweet home. I didn't realize that the Song Gang, the high school character guy actor. Yeah. He's a really famous actor. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I'm seeing him on like all kinds of international blogs and like online media, whatever like people post. So he's very famous. Yeah. I guess he's young, pretty certain looking maybe well, that's why like you know like i said last week i think he's a good actor right but people always talk about his acting whether it's good or but i think it's good but maybe because he's a pretty looking boy so people don't take his acting seriously <laughs> you know what I, I don't know what i'm talking about how you know old what is he you know what i mean uh i think he's like 20 21 something like that oh he's already done a lot of stuff you yeah. were saying that already last week he yeah. already had like really good roles and everything so yeah it makes sense that he's big 
He wasn't a boy, um, like, in a boy band or anything? No, no. But, um, yeah, so Sweet Home is a 10 episodes apocalyptic monster sci-fi dystopian Korean show on Netflix. It's Netflix Korean original. And even though it's only 10 episodes, we're going to continue talking about it this week because it's Yay. supposed to be Blockbuster week, Blockbuster special. So I'm stretching it out like Blockbuster. <laughs> what? Does it make sense? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it is summer. Right. So you can call so it So whatever happens, this summer. This was a Blockbuster I know Netflix, what you did last right? summer. What? No, I'm sorry. What? This was a Blockbuster on uh, Netflix, right? Yes. You got me confused for a second. Like, Blockbuster is on Netflix? Are they merging? <laughs> Blockbuster. There's been a talk I think, of revival. Uh, I think that my listeners who were born before, or I mean, who were born after maybe 2006-ish, probably didn't get this joke. But no. that's okay. Yeah, they don't know what Blockbuster is. Yeah. Here's a fun quiz. If you know what these two items have anything to do with each other, then <laughs> that means you're old. A pencil and a cassette tape. A pencil and a cassette tape. Or a pen and a cassette tape. Well, the pen, it has to be a certain shape. It can be big. <laughs> you know, like a BIC, the, the round right. type. It yeah, can't the be that. number two pencil is the perfect right, size. Right. And the grooves line up. Yeah. So if you don't know what a pencil and cassette tape have anything to do with each other, that means you're pretty young. And celebrate wow. your, your youth. Praise your youth and appreciate it. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, bottom line, Song Gang is young and pretty looking good actor. And he's the leading actor in Sweet Home. And we're going to continue talking about Sweet Home this week because it's more than a monster series, monster TV show. It makes us think a lot. And I think that's why I kept watching it. Like I said last week, I'm not a fan of monster creature creatures kind of thing. But yeah, I watched the like, first episode. I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I just kind of started second episode. I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty serious. So... We're going to talk about what I saw, that seriousness. What did you see? Tell us what you saw. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't watched Sweet Home and you have no idea what this episode is about, please go back to my episode number 37. And either you can listen to the whole thing, that'll be great. If not, I know we're all busy. You can start from about 20 minutes, and that's where my summary starts, a little before my summary, and you can just listen to my summary real quick and come back to this episode. It's a two-parter, part two. So last week, the cliffhanger was, I wanted to know how or if they survive. And you said you couldn't tell me, but it's a new week. So let's talk about it this week. Will, how are they, will they, can they, can they survive this thing that seems like it's never going to be solvable, this problem that they're having, where people are turning into creatures? What do you think? 
So yes, you asked me the question last week, and I was like, yeah, I watched the whole show, but I literally couldn't tell you if they survive, and it's because the show isn't finished. Oh, I mean, they wrapped it up. You mean but the, the the story isn't finished? Yeah, it's finished, but it's at a point like, really, this is it. So, so you, when this was, you don't know what happens.、Basically. You you kind of do, but like when this ended, where it ended, people were like, really? Like there were a lot of questions, and they asked, I guess, directors, writers, and like, is it a bait for the second season? But they're all like, well, we don't know. Netflix hasn't said anything, so we don't know if there's going to be second season. And people just had to deal with it, including me. So it's like an unresolved. Or half resolved, or, or it's open like, for interpretation. Yeah, is that is that like they do in movies? I think it's、sometimes? more than open for interpretation. It was like really just kind of felt like you're in the bathrobe and then you don't have toilet paper, so <laughs> you're like, oh, really? But yeah, so finally they released. <laughs> you're laughing.、Um, they released news that the second season is coming out、huh. in the fourth quarter of this year. Twenty twenty three, and it's confirmed. I see on Song Kang's page the second season is listed, and like some other actors on their page, and apparently there will be third season too. This、uh, sweet home is going to be even sweeter. <laughs> yeah, sarcastically, very sweet. Well, knowing what you know about the end of it, do you feel like it can be? There's enough stuff in there to go to a second and third season. Third, I'm not sure. Depends on what happens in the second season. Right. But I feel like second season is a must. If not, it's definitely like you don't have TP and you have to leave the bathroom. And then what if a cat with a lizard walks in? Wow. Then you're in trouble. Okay. Well, it reminds me kind of of Walking Dead in a sense. Of、uh, that had a lot of seasons, right? I feel like that was see for me like any TV shows with like too many seasons is、yeah. a little like、uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you think how are they going to keep moving the story? But I think maybe there's a lot of options there because they're just in that home right right now.、Mm-hmm. But they could find other people from other homes or whatever. You know, there could、right. be other people in the same situation or. People could come and I don't know save them or join up or so yeah that's really interesting. But at the end of this one, are they still there in the same place they started, or have they gone yes somewhere else? Yes and no. Okay, so they have a way out. Maybe they figured a way out. I don't want to say anything. Okay, so that's a spoiler, and we're not going to spoil it. That's fine. But that's why you watch. So that's what I'm curious about. And that's why a lot of things I said last week, including、yeah. like. How you turn into a monster and how you prolong that golden time, which is supposed to be like two weeks before you completely turn into a monster, and like all those theories, is like it's kind of given to you to viewers, but it's not like hundred percent confirmed. Like so, when you watch it, like、yeah. you think that's what it is. So all the theories that I explained last week, it's only like. Based on my interpretation, and most of—I <laughs> mean, not just my, but like 
viewers. I right. like when I research like other people's blog and like YouTube reaction and stuff like that. They agreed with me, so the things I explained is based on viewers' interpretations so far. But it could change in the second season. So I don't want anyone to come back to me after fourth quarter and say like, "Hey, you said this, but you're wrong." Your podcast is bad. You suck. Please don't do that. What did I know? Well, I wonder. Uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. I think uh, the question I have is about whether or not we know what it is by the end of it. Do we know what it is? Do we know how people get it? Do they know how to stop it? Have they figured that out? I think the desire yet? part is for sure. That's okay. like I can say 100%. And I read director's interview, writer's interview. They do mention like this desire because that's the philosophy. That's the theme of the show. That's what they want to talk about. And in fact, the director didn't want this to be a monster series. He doesn't... He want this to be like yes, it's monster, but it's, it's really people versus people story. Well, it's kind of like the worst of themselves. You kind of like right. turn into exactly. the worst version of yourself. Yeah. So really, it's it's more like your humanity, right? Right. So the Just, desire part is true. Like desire is the one. Desire is the reason that you turn into monster. You're ultimately a, a heightened version of yourself, right? Who only cares about that desire that you think about? I guess, right? Yeah. That's really crafty. So last week I also mentioned that you know it's interesting time that when this show came out and I said I'll get back to that. And I said that because this was released in December 2020. And do you remember what you were doing in December 2020? I think I was uh, probably under a few restrictions. <laughs> Not able to do everything that I normally would have been able to do. And enjoy your home sweet home life? <laughs> yeah, I was probably enjoying more of my home sweet home. A little too much home sweet home, right? <laughs> Although, from my situation, I was still working. But it was just different. Right. There wasn't a lot of traffic. Oh my god, yes. I think there were a lot of pictures of the, the city that people were like posting like, wow, look at this, there's no car. There's no cars. Kind of like this show. Exactly. So when this show came out, I mean, just because it came out in December 2020 doesn't mean they started filming after the pandemic. It was probably written and started filming way before the pandemic started, which is about January, February, March, somewhere around the time. Right. Right. So they probably started doing this before the pandemic. But like, you know, there are some stuff that happens in the show that were very similar to what we were doing at right. the time. For example, like, they take body temperature seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching, like, oh, interesting, okay. Is it too high or too low? I mean, we were talking about, like, high, right? But right. then, like, yeah. And then, like, being stuck in your home. Yeah. I mean, although, like, they're well, in a... even the term lockdown, being on yeah, lockdown. Yeah, exactly, like isolation room. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. They're talking about isolation room, and they talk about, like, because in the beginning of the show, they don't know how you get contacted, how you get infected. Right. So, like, they talk about, like, close contact. I'm like, whoa. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. The timing was perfect. Right. So I think, you know, that might have added more to this like popularity. Right. People were watching. Yeah, and I think you know, last week I also talked about how Netflix was still kind of new to Korean viewers. Right. And you know, being in a lockdown in Korea also. Like Korea had very very serious like whole COVID law, right? So, you know, I think a lot of people were in lockdown, and what do you do? Like you could just watch things, binge watching every day. So they said, okay, there's this thing called Netflix. Let's just pay for it. What else <laughs> are we gonna spend money on? We can't go out. We can't go shopping. We can't go eat out. Yeah, it's not gonna cost thousand dollars. So let's just pay it and try it out. So I think. Kind of COVID maybe helped Netflix in Korea, and then Squid Game happened. So, yeah. Uh, it definitely helped in America too. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of streaming services were like, "Oh, you know, yep. we we may not be there yet, but we need to get there because we're going to make a lot of money right yep. now." Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They weren't spending any money, so that was the perfect time for Netflix number one to try and get up in Korea. Right. And get started. And it was also the perfect time for this show. So, yeah. So, in the show, like, home turned into a scary place. Like, we experienced, like, yeah, everybody wants to be home at some point. Like, you're at work and, oh, I want to go home. I want to just chill. But, like, home became, like, place I want to get out of my home, you know. And that's really what's happening in the show. So, I think it's, like, unintentional metaphor. Well, it was ironic. Yeah. Yeah, it was and again, timed perfectly. It was it was more like a I don't know if metaphor is the right word because it was so literal. It was so uh, uh, Yeah. It was so much the same situation right. except for we weren't having to deal with the monster. Right. Except the monster <laughs> inside me that I found. <laughs> I didn't know I could turn into eating monster like that. <laughs> Yeah. The, the new me. You did, like we said earlier, you were the worst version of yourself <laughs> when during COVID. Or you had to fight yourself to, to you know, and stay motivated. And then I fled Korea. Thanks to my home work. No, what do you call What was it called? Remote work. Yeah. Remote. Yeah, remote work. So I had to go through all kinds of hundreds of checklists to get into Korea. And I spent about a year in Korea. That was great. So getting back to the show and how this sort of creature, monster, whatever you want to call it. Is it really a creature or a monster? What what would you... Yeah, it's a monster. Okay, monster. So if you became a monster, what do you think your, I guess, desire would be? Would you become an ice cream eating monster? Yeah, I mean, I think... I feel like I'm going to turn into some kind of gym monster slash maybe like half, you know, like those monsters with like half body and what do you call it? Like a half human and half horse. Like a mana, manatar, manatar. Manatar. Mana, so like mana, my, manatar? my half, like my legs will be in like my running shoes and <laughs> like running pants, but my hands will be holding like Full cakes ice cream, and ice cakes. creams. And, like, my chicks are, like, squirrels, so, like, I have all kinds of cookies in my mouth. So you don't think there's, like, some other desire that you can't keep down? I think that's really it. Like, eating and workout. Eating and workout. I eat too much, so I gotta run. So I think I'm gonna turn into a half monster, half 
running monster, half eating monster. I like that. Split my body. That's kind of funny to think about. But I also wonder, do you think that's possible? You, have you seen any monsters in the show that were both two things? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, there's second season. Right. So, so what kind of monster do you think you're going to become? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what I desire. Chips? Yeah, probably not food, but I do like food. <laughs> Maybe it's like a, a what would a someone who has like just a greed and just wants money? Like what would Ooh. they what would they turn into? Uh, really? You want money? No, I just mean that's something I know most people want. Or what if someone like wants fame? That's all they desire is to be famous or rich. Like, like what would they turn into? Just greedy? They just eat everything? <laughs> kind of like the eating <laughs> monster? Yeah. Maybe it'll eat like all the metals because it thinks it's money. It's coins. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> Anything green. So metal eating monsters. What were some of the other monsters? The creatures? I know we talked about a couple of them. Do you remember any others? There's a liquid monster, too. Okay. So, so what would the desire be for that? So the liquid monster... Alcoholic? No, the liquid monster was killed by another monster. And it wanted to like hide from the monster, but it couldn't. So it becomes liquid. liquid? And That's the desire of the monster. So you can hide from all the other monsters. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. like... Meta, that's and it's almost like a um, yeah, it's it's like the it's more than the desire because it has something to do with the family and the monster's children, right? At the time, the monster that this person was killed now, monster, so it's like this, yeah, before it became a monster, this last wish before it was killed, the person was killed, so it's layer upon layer, right? That's like uh, the virus is morphing, (laughs) yeah, into a different, yeah, like gene. What were they called during COVID? When it went to a different one? What was it? Variants? Yeah, a new variant. <laughs> new variants. So, yeah, there are just so many monsters in the show. You could... That's good. There's, in fact, like this website. I'm sure there's one more than one website that like fans created this like map of characters versus monsters and how right. they're related it's like a family tree kind of thing but nice. except like that it's like characters and it's monsters and stuff well, and i actually really like the songgang the high school characters monster when it becomes monster yeah um that's just really cool looking and also the meaning of that monster what kind of monster he becomes that's really really cool so but I don't he, want to spoil that part. He was the one that was half, and they, right. they held on to him, right? Right. And so he... He's ev- still half. Eventually, he becomes one. Though. I mean, half means he's sometimes he's a monster. So he's able to control it? Right. Wow. I mean, not like, I'm going to turn into a monster right now, but not like that. He's able to suppress it a little bit, but you see the monster version of him. Gotcha. At some point in the show. Yeah. And... Like, visually and, like, the meaning-wise, it's really, really cool. You know, that's kind of like the Hulk. Really? The Hulk was, uh, he's a regular man who walks around, but when he 
gets like agitated or something. Oh. He turns into he can't control it. He like can't control his temper. I'm not a good comic book person, but I remember something about his temper or he gets anxious and and then he turns into it. Are you talking about me? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's kind of a me- that that's a metaphor for how, you know the green monsters taking over. But that's what he becomes. It's kind of like that, but this guy, he seems like he's a little more in control of it, maybe. No, he can't. It's not like you know when you're going to turn into a monster. It's not like right, when okay. you're agitated, I'm going to turn into a monster, so I need, I don't need to be agitated. It's not like that. It's very random, kind of like it randomly infects people because everybody has desires, right? Right. Why is somebody turning into a monster sooner than others, and why is somebody not turning into a monster? So it's very random. Well, you suppress your your desire, right? That's just what he's doing to prolong it, right? Right. Uh, so you have the uncontrollable monster living in your room, your isolation room, and he's suppressing it. And then he's only half, and so they want to use that. They want to maybe use him later because they figure he's going to die, right? Right. Were they Were they scared that they were in danger, though, from him? Or weren't they afraid that it was more dangerous just to keep him alive as opposed to killing him? I mean, what what were they thinking keeping him? So they took a vote, and it was split half and half. And I don't want to tell more details, because it's kind of fun part while you're watching it. But I think the reason they kept him alive is a little more than, you know, like wanting to use him to run errands. Like, yes, he can be useful to, like, send him upstairs, bring people down, or bring some food down, or whatever you need to do. But also, at that point, they realized any of us could turn into a monster. Like, I'm fine now, but I could start nose bleeding at any moment. Right. So, you know, just because he's showing symptoms, if we were to, like, shoot him down or stab him, that could happen to me at any moment, too. So it's that fear, like, okay, when I start showing symptoms, is my neighbor going to shoot me? Right. You know, it's that fear, too. And I think that goes really um, with the kind of philosophy of the show, that everyone, like, all of us are basically monsters. Meaning, like, we all have desires, and we all have that that bad, really kind of horrible side of us. Like, you know, the side that we don't want anyone to know. Right. You know, like, and and sometimes I feel like, you know, like, you're surprised at yourself, like, wow, could I really be like this? You know, like, if I'm eating two cartons of briars, I'm like, really? Did I just (laughs) eat two cartons of briars in one sitting? Right. Like... (laughs) I mean, that's kind of funny <laughs> example, but like, you know what I mean? Like you, we, I think we all have the moments, like we're surprised at ourselves, like we could be so bad like that. Yeah, of course. And I think that's what the show is highlighting. And because of that, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And we can all turn into a monster, like metaphorically, like we're all monsters. Yeah. Well, and you can't just go around killing people. Because that means you can be you and it in time. Yeah, it's not how you solve the problem here. Right. Well, we talked about it before that there's some science involved in in my mind. Like, you're keeping this person around to kind of see 
and learn from maybe. Well, that too. That's what was going on in the medical student's mind. Like, he was kind of thinking, like, maybe we can use him and we can also. He's more like logical thinker and、right. also he's very, like,、um, it's kind of like a manipulator.、Mm. So he was like, you know what? Maybe take a little bit of risk and use him, you know? Gotcha. So the medical student was, was excited about having him. Yeah. And that's how they figured out, that's how they learned about semi monster. So in the show, they call it special infector, special infection. <laughs> so you're not full on infected,、right. you're special infection. You have a special infection. That's what they said, special infection? In- infector. Infector. Infector? Infected. Special, the special infected? So basically, that means two weeks after you showed the first symptoms, you still have your mind. Like you can still be sane. Right. Okay. And you can still think, you have rational mind, but sometimes you're like still hallucinating.、Mm. Um, you still show symptoms and you're hearing things. But then once that passes, you're still you. Okay. So that comes in and out until you're full on. Right. But if you are still able to maintain yourself after two weeks, you're basically a specially infected person. Gotcha. So after two weeks, most people either become the monster. Right. So two weeks is basically golden time. So the government saying, the government said people with symptoms should be killed within the golden time, which is two weeks. Otherwise, they're going to turn into a monster. And you can't kill the monsters. So, in my mind, the way that you get around this is hey, this is how we live now. Right? Like, like we live, we're all semi monsters. Yeah. So, we, we're all infected, but we've passed the two week period. That's how we survive. Now we have to live without desire for the rest of our life if we want to survive. Yeah, but not everybody's showing symptoms yet. I know, but if you're thinking about eventually, we're all going to die. Yeah. That's the way that you get past it. It's kind of like what we're talking about with COVID. It's like, oh, we might as well just get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the kids that were that had like COVID party. What、yeah. was it? Like, it was、uh, like we'll、some just, Alabama or something? Everyone's going to get it anyway, so might as well just get it, and that、oh、way we、God. won't have to worry about it anymore. Well, in, in a sense, we are now. A world where people, a lot of people have gotten COVID, right? Or some form、Except、of、me. it into,、uh, you know, the vaccine or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting to think about, though, <laughs> how real world mirrors that in that way. But yeah, I could see, you、true. know, I could see that being some sort of resolution. Yeah. The people、uh, who are, because why would you create this semi infected thing? Right, right. That's like a new way of living in my mind. <laughs> What do you think, listeners? They're not responding. <laughs> so, I have to talk about this crazy fact while we talk about this hypothetical situation and monster and all this stuff. So, in the show, they talk about this blog, the blog, like ID, nickname, whatever you want to call it. s Crew Crew. The handle's Crew Crew. Like, whoever like, owns the blog or blogger's name is Crew Crew. 
Okay. And that's what the medical student saw. And Hyunsu also saw the high school student he saw, but then like internet got disconnected so they couldn't read the whole thing. And he shares, the medical students shares this information with the firefighter. And firefighter's like, wait, I remember the name. Because it's such a like unique name, crew, crew. Does right? it mean anything in Korean? No. It's not a Korean word. Do, so, doesn't mean anything in America. Crew, crew. Yeah, right? So the firefighter woman, she remembers the name. So she's like, wait, I think that's the same blog that my husband was writing. Mm. So she thinks her husband is the one who wrote the blog? So, yeah, but there's no way for them to check because there's no internet. Right. But here's the fact. So, crew, there's an actual disease called crew. I is think it's crew, actually. Is it C-R-U? Well, in the show, the blog is written, phonetically written in Korean. Okay. So, I don't know if it's C-R-U or gotcha. K-R-U. But this disease is K-U-R-U. Kuru, and it's an actual disease that existed in Papua New Guinea. New Guinea, okay. And it's found in the Four tribe. I guess there's a tribe called Four. Okay. And in their Four language, Kuru means a trembling in terror or f- like fear to death, something like that. Okay. And Basically, this disease is coming from cannibalism. Oh, So their tradition is when they have funeral, they eat the person. Okay. But basically, because this four tribe ate the dead, so whenever they have funeral... They get rid of the body. By eating, or by. portion of the body. Okay, portion. And gotcha. that caused this Kuru virus. And they said it's mainly, you're getting the infection mainly from eating the brain of the dead. Or um, if if you come in contact with somebody who has the virus, but like open wound contact, then you also get the virus. The symptoms of this disease, Kuru disease, are immobility, Headache, um, joint pain, and like seizure, um, trembling, and um, I guess what do you call the paralysis? Oh, paralysis! All from eating brain. And then, huh? All from eating people brain. Well, not just the brain, but they said it, that's the most dangerous part to eat. <laughs> that's fascinating. I wonder if it's because they're dead or they're just not, like, preserved right or something, you know? But here's here's the crazy part. Okay. So the symptoms, and when you look at, like, the chemical structure of this disease, this virus, is almost identical to mad cow disease. Oh. Do you know how mad cow disease happens? Uh. That's when cows eat cows. Eat cows? Yeah. I wasn't sure, yeah. Yeah. So basically, when you eat your own kind... You go crazy. You go crazy and you die. Mm. Mad cow. So when I read this, I just really randomly came across this thing because when I was preparing this recording, I was trying to figure out like that blog, Crew Crew. And I just tried to figure out like, should I use C or K? And (laughs) so I was trying to like look up 
come some stuff, and then I used K, and then this crew disease came up. Interesting. So, so I started reading it, like, because it said cannibalism, so I was like, ooh, oh, this is yeah, interesting. Right. So I kept reading it. And so you, you found this connection. There's no mention of this in the film or anything, right? Or in the show. Like, this is just a connection that you made. Yeah. So the director may or may not, or the writer may or may not have the same connection, huh? So this is just a coincidence that the name of this is this similar to the name. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the webtoonist, because this was originally a webtoon. Right. So the webtoonist came across this information and borrowed the name Kuru disease to create this like fictional blog crew crew right that's like a mysterious to us viewers right and this has some information evidence that maybe like he knew about this disease before he disappeared right the blogger so i don't know that's um, the big question that we have to email if, them right if the webtoonist or the director is listening to this by any chance Please let me know if this is where you borrowed the idea. Do you think there's a, a blogger out there that may have also caught onto that, or like a? a yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only Reddit, one who a Reddit stream. Oh, you know what? Yeah, there might be some Reddit post about this. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, if like, you know, in the show, the blog. Yeah. He talks about this is not a disease. This is a curse. Right. Something like that. Right. Go ahead, kill yeah. yourself. This is not a disease. This is the curse. Right. And I think that goes with this actual crew disease. Right. It's more like a curse. Like, you eat your own kind. That's totally going to mess you up, make you die. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You know? I've heard about, I think, I'm, I don't know if it was that tribe in particular, but I always heard about, you know, different cultures, like, especially, like, early tribes, like hunters and gatherer tribes. Yeah, yeah. They would have kind of rituals where it was like, it wasn't that they were eating their dead. It was that they were like preserving some of uh, their, like some the of dead, their relatives yeah. in a way. They like wanted to take a piece with them or something. Right. Like that was the, oh. that was the ideology behind it. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going <laughs> to cook them up, you know. <laughs> it was like, no, it was more, there was like a religion based on it, you know. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, we've had some crazy religions in our you know, history. Yep. So it makes sense that you would kind of stumble across that. But I'd never, I don't think I ever heard about anything like that where you could get a virus or a disease. I mean, I'm not a biologist or pathologist or anything like that. So I don't know. You're but not? I'm, <laughs> well, my mom is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely didn't get that gene from my mom. I'm not that smart. Uh, but I feel like there are more disease that people found, discovered. Mm-hmm. That's about your, you know, like similar type of... They said there's a this neurological disease. Yeah, as opposed to like an autoimmune or something like right. that. Right. So, you know, you think like you're eating something wrong. You feel like it has to be something like gastrointestinal right. or something like that, right? right? But they said there's a neurological disease. So I think... Eating your own kind, causing you certain kind of brain malfunction, yeah, that's causing insane. you death. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's really insane. I feel like if you look into other species, uh-huh. you can probably find more examples like this. Well, I was just thinking about that when you talked about it. And I was thinking it's probably only mammals. Oh. Because like fish eat fish. You know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, actually that's true. So there's probably there's a lot of creatures that, but dolphins don't eat dolphins. Right. Right. So it's probably just mammals that have that issue. Huh. Which is maybe I mean again, I'm not a biologist, but that might be part of the classification of what a mammal is is they oh. don't eat their own, you know, or at least they. It's not in their nature to eat their own unless they're desperate or something. Did you study biology? Did you study <laughs> zoology in school? Zoology. Please email us. What should I watch? T at gmail dot com. Tell us more about mammals and cannibalism. Well, I know mammals is like if you lay the actual like if you don't lay eggs or if you don't lay right. like if you actually lay your own kind like looking like yourself. Yeah, the miniature it's born. of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as opposed to <laughs> that's what mammal is. <laughs> right, that's one of the classifications. Right, like, right. But yeah, so you catch this disease, that's within you. Desire, you're probably gonna end up turning into a monster. And the question, the the you know the tagline of this show is, would you rather survive as a monster? That's the tagline. So you mm. could survive. You don't have to die. You're right. just going to turn into a monster. Would you rather do that, or would you rather die? Right. And the the warning at the beginning was like, "Hey, you might as well go ahead and kill yourself." Right. Right. But yeah, in this show, it really like kills a lot of people. So yeah. there's no cliche like, "Oh, he's a main guy; he's not going to die." Right. He could yeah, possibly just die. Don't at any think moment. that way. Anyone can die in this show. Like Game of Thrones. Oh my god! I stopped watching it. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of seasons were pretty good, but yeah. Um, yeah, so anyone can die. Um, abandon your belief and cliche. So one thing they figured out is that the monsters can interfere with electronic signals. Nice. That's like a, a way for them to kind of warn. Like, oh, our electronic signal's going out. There must be a monster close. Yeah, and vice versa. So the monsters cut off electronic signals around them. And in the show, they say uh, within the 50 meters. Wow. Is that because their energy is so great? No, because they they acknowledge any human beings as their enemy. Oh. And they know humans use So they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, so they're on purpose, like cutting With their them. magic monster powers. <laughs> and I think that ability comes with any type of any shape and types of monster whatever huh. monster you're turning into so what people do is if they have to move around they put their cell phone on airplane mode so like <laughs> if they hear like static sound or something like that if it right. starts hearing that means the monster is close by so it backfired on the monsters they thought they were being cool like oh we're just going to jam their radar but that also cues them to saying oh my radar is jammed that means a monster's coming. Yeah. Classic. And I think it's interesting that regardless of shapes and their history, all monsters acknowledge humans as their enemy. There are few exceptions, like the one that I mentioned, like a liquid monster. Yeah. Because a liquid monster was parent of a kid. Okay. So that desire is a so little different. So the desire is like a little different. Even after turning into a monster try to protect the kids so that's a little different but basically all monsters look at humans as their enemy i wonder why that is what do you think that means i think it means i think it means like some kind of hatred 
like we have like some kind of negative feelings we have for each other yeah whether it's towards human or just the world and the society like something we don't like about like this world no empathy we hate everyone right so that personality comes out more hmm and last week you said how does it help to be in daycare room because all the residents are locked themselves in a daycare on the first floor and you're like how is it helpful yeah and then you told me so speaking of like hatred and all the negative feelings we have i think that's really interesting setup yes they can have thermometer that's in the daycare center so that's helpful but I think really why they set daycare as the like area that residents lock themselves in is a metaphor, I think, because desire turn you into monster. And when you think of these little kids in a daycare center, they have no desire. I mean, maybe they want to sleep. Maybe they want candies. <laughs> well, they're innocent. Yeah, innocent. Yeah. Childlike. That makes sense. Right. So I think that's a metaphor why they set this up as a... We talked a little bit about that as a reason to have kids in there, you know? That too, yeah. Just to kind of show that, hey, this is what we're... This is why we stay alive, right? Right. This is our hope. Right. Well, the desires that turn you into monster are so strong, but it can be both positive or negative desire. Yeah, because like I said, um, like I said last week, that woman who lost her baby. Yeah. I mean, wanting to be with the baby and, you know, that that sadness, that grief, that's real. And that's not necessarily negative feelings. Right. That turns her into like a baby monster kind of thing. Baby monster. Like it's like a pregnant monster or something like that. You just have to see it. The, the visual is so strong. <laughs> well, that's one of my biggest curiosities. And one of the reasons why I would want to watch this show is to see what everyone turns into. Right. And I think, like I said, I think that's why this is interesting. It, it just talks about us. Like any of us, no one's perfect. Like nobody's right. perfectly saint. You know, we all have a dark side of our personality. Yeah. You know. That's just my interpretation. <laughs> I think that's what the show is talking about. But like I said, the season two, season three, anything can change. Yeah, it sounds like it's open, a little bit open for some interpretation, some ideas. I mean, it's very thoughtful and very philosophical, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can go into like, you know, really deep conversation into, you know, Schopenhauer and what life is and death is and yeah i gotta go uh my time is up (laughs) hegel and nietzsche you know what's interesting is the this whole like a creature and ghost and not ghost monster and this type of genre is really not that popular in korea and i think maybe it has something to do with how like koreans like things very realistic hmm Unless it's like a super blockbuster, like completely out of reality, like, you know. Like fantasy. Yeah. I don't know. But in general, like, yeah, the 
creature monster movies and stuff like it doesn't always do well in Korea. It's kind right. of tough to survive in Korea, and I think that's why this writer and the director was pretty smart because they kind of touched on like really it's not monster. It's not just like random monster it comes out of nowhere. Like right. it didn't land from the pl- some other planet, outer planet. Not an alien. Right. Well, they needed something more intellectual, I think. Yeah. Well, and, are there any movies or shows that did well with creatures? Well, there's this thing. Um, like classic Korean creature movies? Not really. I mean, Koreans are pretty big on like horror movie, like Spirits and Ghosts. Right. And a lot of those movies, like you don't even see actual spirit. It's right. not like American horror movie. You see like white ghosts floating around, something like that. Yeah. It's like a lot of those horror movies, you don't see anything. But it's so scary. Like, like I really don't watch those. I don't watch Korean horror movies. <laughs> gotcha. But it's, there it's are beyond, a lot of them. Yeah. So they do well with that, just not when it comes to creating this weird, I don't know, creature or monster or yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm literally thinking of, like, Frankenstein or Dracula or something. Right, right. But, yeah, I think zombies kind of a new thing. People are, like, I think people find it funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, historically, like, this whole creature thing was, in, like, huge in Korea. Especially compared to America, American culture. So, you know, when I read the director's interview, he did mention something like that. He was, like... I wanted to make I wanted to make a story about humans. You know, the creature is just a it's a device, but he wanted to talk about humans. Right. It's a human story. That's what he wanted to talk about. And it is because the neighbors in the show, I mean, you talked about they're like, okay, they're not your average neighbors. They're like gang members and stuff. But at the same time, they are your average neighbors. They're like this like supermarket owner couple middle age and the husband is very like macho and right you know the woman is like a very typical korean ajuma hmm. um she's typical mom type and there's this typical misbehaving high school kid right and some 20 something year old you know aspiring musician she's you know just any 20-something average Jane. Yeah. So you see these people that you feel like you can always run into anywhere and learn their desire or why they turn into a monster or why they don't turn into a monster. So I think the director was pretty smart. Like, he, he's right. He wanted to talk about human, like us. Right. Well, he's, got a, he's kind of got a representation of, uh, you know, all walks of life. And, you know, you put them together and you can really paint a picture with that. Right. So this is a really great line that he said. He said, um, this is a quote-unquote from his interview. He said, traditionally, zombies and apocalyptic movies and TV shows talk about how humans survive against disasters. But Sweet Home is talking about what turns humans into monster or what does it mean to be human right and that's really i think that sums up the show what does it mean to be human yeah yeah it's quite beautiful are you surprised they're doing a season two no i think they had to i think people were gonna 
people would have started a petition if there was. <laughs> <laughs> so the creature and the monster movies are not necessarily popular in Korea, or they haven't made a lot. But does this director has he done this kind of thing before, or is this new for him? No, it's totally new. And when I saw his name on the credit, you were surprised. I was like, really? Is that a like, did somebody make a mistake? And <laughs> because he's done, he's done really big stuff. He's a big name director, and he's worked with a really big name writer, Kim Eun Suk. Um, and his previous works are like, Descendants of the Sun, which is huge, um, and The Goblin. Hmm, The Goblin. And Mr. Sunshine. Wow. So those are like... Those are very different. Very different and definitely has nothing to do with the creature. I mean, the goblin. Goblin a little bit, but that's more your Korean folklore. It's never, yeah. It's not about creating this, you know, crazy creature that kills around, like going around killing people. Well, like he said, it's a a plot device, right? It's a device. Yeah, but like when you think about like what he said. Bigger meaning. Right, like talk about human, like it makes perfect sense because these are the shows that talk about makes us human yeah it's a very um you know it's kind of a classic uh, sci-fi device right would you consider the show sci-fi yeah i would say like dystopian sci-fi horror yeah i guess i guess it probably is then i don't know i'm not well versed in sci-fi so I think the one difference is maybe the sci-fi a lot of the time sci-fi is not in the now it's in the future Right. So they use, oh, in the future, this is what it's going to be like based on what's happening now. This guy's saying this is happening now. Right. But he's also saying this is what happen- can happen to us, or maybe this is how we already are. Right. Right? Yeah. He's like putting a mirror at, at our society and saying, hey, look at yourself. Right. This is what you've become. Your desires are overcoming you. You're not even human anymore. Um, what also interested me in in the end is that you know this semi monster Hyunsu kid. Yeah. He he's aware of himself right. and he's trying not to harm people. Right. And there are other monsters that are trying to kill people, yeah. and the monsters ask him like, "Do you really trust those people? Do you think they're not gonna harm you at the end?" Right. And Hyunsu is like, well, I want to prove that there are monsters that are not always harming people. Right. And that kind of made me think about, like, animals. Yeah. How we treat animals. Yeah. And, like, we talked about, like, briefly talked about Planet of the Apes last week. Yeah. But, like, even, like, you know, where we live, like, there are a lot of issues with coyotes and bears and stuff like that. And I'm sure... It's miserable to deal with coyotes in your backyard. But when I hear news like that, I always I always feel bad. Like, it's us that made them come down. Of course, right. You know? And yet we're saying, like, oh, we got to kill the coyote because right. it harmed the baby. It harmed, like, I mean, yes, but also really when you look at the bottom of the issue, it's us that we harmed. So I feel like this is a kind of conversation between the bears. <laughs> like... 
I want to show them that I can just come down and I'm going to take a bath in their swimming pool and I'm going to go back to my den. Right. I'm and not going to destroy anything. And then the bear friend is like, really? You think those humans not going to kill you? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I think the... Uh, well, it's interesting that they communicate to each other, the monsters, right? In the show. Yeah, in a way. I mean, it's not like way. verbal communication like we think. Some but, kind yeah. of some kind of connection they have. Right. Yeah. And he's. Uh, I, I wonder why he's so strong, like being able to like figure this out. But that's how this is unfolding, right? You're slowly kind that's of. That's why you these need to watch out. it. Yeah, I I I should just stop asking questions and just <laughs> go watch it now. It's on Netflix. Yes. Sweet Home. Not home sweet home, just sweet home. That's your cue to sing. Home sweet home. You know, when you think about dinosaurs, they couldn't evolve, right? Whether it was weather or whatever happened, they became gasoline, right? <laughs> <laughs> From dinosaur to gasoline. Well, they evolved, but they stopped evolving. Or just another creature, you know, some sort of Homo sapien evolved in a different way and was more able to live, I guess. So that's also something I thought about while yeah. watching this. If something like this were to actually happen, is monsterization is a type of evolution? Right. Or, because you, you don't technically die, you just become a different species. Yeah. You become a different thing. So, is that a type of ev evolution, like, to adapt to the circumstances? Or, is that an extinction? Right. Are, is, are humans going to be extinct? Right. So, is that a part of cycle of biology? Like, cycle of living things yeah you know how they say like history it's repeats. the new thing yeah yeah it's the new creature that's going to take us in the next living on earth and again like i'm not a biologist but maybe that's how you know organisms work it always evolves and maybe we are supposed to turn into something else and maybe it's a some form of monster Maybe that's right. what'll keep us going. Well, if we if we uh in a hundred years or a thousand years or whatever, if we mess up the earth so bad that humans can't survive, how are they going to adapt? So we're gonna turn to some kind of monster that we don't need <laughs> food. Or we're gonna leave the planet and go somewhere else. And we can adapt to two hundred degree temperature. Or like extremely low temperature. Yeah, I don't think we have enough time to do that, right? That's like thousands and millions of years. Not thousands. That's like millions of years. I feel like I adapted to this temperature. <laughs> like seeing no rain. I think that's why if we want to survive, we probably have to leave Earth. And, you know, we can create everything that we need now. We don't need Earth anymore. Isn't that sad? I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Will there be ice cream? Will there not be ice cream? 
we can bioengineer a cow, <laughs> then we can make ice cream. No, it's a uh, yeah, but see, this evolutionary process is happening extremely quickly in this show. Right. That's the difference. Two weeks. That's all yeah. you have. Whether you're turning to monster or you can control. So it's 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 more of like a I don't know. It's more like a morph, an adaptation, as opposed yeah. to an actual evolution. Right. Well, speaking of monster, I have to mention this. So last week we talked about spectral motion legacy effect, expensive studios. Wow. I don't remember any of those words, but yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> That's, those are the famous studios that made Avengers and all those yeah. things and also created these <laughs> monsters. But when I looked at the still cut and like followed, that's what I do. Like I just, just keep looking up stuff and spend hours and hours right. learning about things. So basically these creatures outfit. Yeah. Were worn by actors and like actual people. Mm-hmm. And there is a monster director in this show. Oh, that handles all that stuff? Right. So, how certain, because there are so many different monsters here. Right. You don't want them to move all the same stuff, right. the same way. Right. They're all different. Right. And because they all have technically personalities, right? Because they're human. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or they were human. So there was a, a monster director in the show, and he's a Korean dancer. Oh, but movement. yeah, movement he's specialist. an active. He's like a contemporary dancer and mm-hmm. active in Belgium. Cool. It's like the Belgium dancing company called something, some Tom something. Forgot. Sorry. The Tom Toms. Oh, you know what? I think it was Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. Okay. But it's a contemporary dance company in Belgium. And he's a Korean contemporary dancer. And he was actually one of the monsters. One of the monsters that, like, never die and keep coming back. Mm. <laughs> but also he was the director of the, all the other monsters. So he, like, wears an outfit. And he also tells other monster actors how they're supposed to move arms right. and all the stuff. So when I read that, I went to, like, rewatch some of the monster scenes mm, cool and i was like wow yeah i can see it like mm. and i think about like contemporary dance right and i was like wow that's really smart to hire a dancer yeah to do that yeah that's really cool yeah well it's a certain kind of authentic- authenticity to it right you know? yeah that too so yeah a lot of cool things to look out for in the show sweet home um Again, it's a little gory, but you get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I mean, I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't like zombies or don't watch zombie stuff. But, you know, if zombies that popular, I think anyone can watch this. Yeah, I think it makes it fun for this particular story. I think it's a good reason to watch, to see these creatures. And it's kind of fun to like guess what this monster was like before turning into monster. Like, oh, that monster has long arms. So does that mean like you know, it's fun. Yeah, maybe it was like a window washer. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, evolution and end of the world and you know all these crazy scenarios, if you were in this situation, who would you want to be with? 
what would you need? What would be your ideal situation? So we, we talked about what doctors, firemen, army guy that makes weapons. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? A serious Christian. Yeah. And language teacher. Language teacher. Kids. And then there's like some other normal jobs, right? Yeah. There's a store owner guy. Yeah. There's a like a kindergarten teacher. What's the ideal person to be with in order to survive in this situation? How many situation? can I pick? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a movie, um, Cannonball Run, back in the <laughs> 70s. And what it did, it had all these different actors. And it was based on a race where you get in a car and you drive across country. And it's it's a it's like a it like takes weeks or months or whatever and um the situation is you have all these characters, each one has a different way of driving and going across, and then they get paired up with other people. So all these different actors are with all these other different actors, and I feel like the way they made it was wouldn't it be cool to have this actor be in a car with this actor? For the whole movie, just to kind of create and have fun situations for them to be together and act with. It's kind of a similar thing. <laughs> You're thinking, hmm, who do I need to be with to make this interesting? Who would I want to be with? Wow. We're thinking more about survival, though. Um, see, I'm really bad at this kind of question because I'm bad at making decisions. Um, I actually, as much as I love eating sweets, I don't care about food so I don't need anyone who can cook or has anything to do with like what you can eat or can't eat okay no botany knowledge uh no well, chef we're talking about survival right you right. want you want to survive so you have to eat right I mean yeah but like I'm not trying to eat like feast i'm pretty good like that's one thing like during covid i was pretty confident like <laughs> during lockdown like people were worried about like not able to eat certain things and whatever I'm like right. i mean who cares yeah, i like eating it. but i'm not like i have to eat that like right I, you know i mean i'm fine with just bowl of rice and i literally was thinking about okay for the next month i'm gonna eat bowl of rice with soy sauce that's great that's all you need is a bag of rice. I'm not picky in, like, emergency situation. Well, if you... Uh, you know what? I think I want to be with a, a writer. A writer? Mm-hmm. For the creative brain? The because cre creative problem writers solving? are smart. Yeah. They're fun. Um, kind of... I feel like they can distract me from, <laughs> like... What's that really happening? Uh, yeah. They can tell you stories. That's not a bad guess, actually. I like the idea of uh, creative problem solving to get you out of the situations. And maybe uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, monk? To keep you calm and patient. and He can guide me while I'm trying to meditate. Gotcha. Because I'm really bad at meditating, but I feel like meditation can come in handy in that kind of situation. Yeah, it's tricky. I think that's all I need. Yeah, really. Uh, a monk and a writer. Monk and a writer. No kids. <laughs> I don't need hope. I don't need future. What about you? I don't know. I mean, if you pick the doctor, it's kind of too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
because, uh, oh, you're going to get hurt, so you might die, but okay, the doctor will save your life. But in this case, you're, you're too late if you get sick. Yeah, the doctor like, what, can't, can, what can they do? can't do anything. Yeah. The guy who makes weapons, I mean, you can kill people, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to get killed. Right. So you do need someone that is going to be able to help you think about how to solve it. It seems like the person, the kid that, uh, in this case, the kid that's figuring out how to like live, still mm-hmm. live after being infected, that's pretty valuable. Yeah, I don't know. See, it's, it's a maybe diff- maybe I would just be better by myself. Yeah, there you go. Don't need anybody because whatever choice I make then is just entirely my own. I don't. Oh, have you to know what? There is a character that. like that in the show. Just like you know what? I don't want to do anything to do with any of this. Yeah, there is a one character that's kind of like that. that I think show. that's smart. Yeah, but I don't think that's where the plot would go because it's probably more about doing things in a collective, maybe. Yeah. We can't survive. Just by ourselves. Right. Good. Glad we worked through that. So I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> home sweet home. Well, hopefully you watch. Hopefully well, you enjoyed learning about it. We covered a lot of stuff, but I feel like I really didn't make a good point the show is really good like if i don't like creature shows if i don't like anything like this and i watched entire 10 seasons and i took and i'm taking two weeks to talk about this show 10 seasons what did i say 10 seasons 10 episodes 10 episodes it is 10 episodes okay. i'm getting old it's not 16 it's 10 yeah that's easy i feel like anyone can enjoy this agreed yeah Knowing you enough to know that you would pull this out of the hat, out of all the shows that you could have talked about. Right? Yeah. I know. I know that I should watch it. I think I got also got really excited about Kuru disease. <laughs> In fact, I want to like, I want to learn more about that. Like, I want to dig more. Like, what else? You know, is yeah. there anything similar to it? Maybe you should write your own show about that. I'm not a good writer. And I know there's a difference between writing a novel and a script. Yep. I know myself that much. Well, if you learn more about that disease, we all want to know too. <laughs> and let me know what kind of monster you think you are going to turn into or what kind of people you want to be with in a dire situation like this. Dire hypothetical situation. Thanks and for having me. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thanks, T. Bye.